Welcome to Let It Be Easy with Susie Moore. This is an important episode today, okay? So hopefully you can really listen because this is one of the most critical life lessons that I've learned that's really allowed me to feel present and safe and free and frankly enjoy a lot of moments of euphoria and ecstasy because I feel like an unlimited being with my emotions and what's possible for me. And <laughs> it all started or the this specific episode starts with a memory that I have of my mom taking me to a local theater production when I was a teenager to see uh, The Fiddler on the Roof, which is this incredible story of this poor milkman who has five daughters and I'm one of five girls, which is one of the reasons I think my mom loves this so much. And it's about him wanting to matchmake his his daughters, right? which is pretty traditional in this setting in a Russian village. He's a Jewish man. But anyway, I don't need to go too much into the context, but there was one line in this play that stood out for me, Fiddler on the Roof, this local theater production in the small town I lived in at the time that just really stood out to me and I've always remembered it. <laughs> so in the play, I believe it's the eldest daughter is marrying a man who is poor. And her father isn't happy because I think she's the most beautiful and he always had high hopes for her to marry into wealth, which would elevate the family status and would bring many blessings. But anyway, she falls in love with this man and they have very little and but, but they're so, so happy together. You know, they, the, the father goes to their house one day and it's cold and they're cleaning and they're trying, I think, to make their house warm by lowering the shutters and making everything just so with their very, very limited resources. And as they're doing it, like truly having very, very little, like <laughs> it's highlighted in the play that they are a poor couple. The father visits, he notices them, but he, and he notices their union, them smiling, them dancing, they're going, them going through their tasks and their chores for the, you know, for, for the winter. He observes how they are together. And he says this, they're so happy. They don't realize how miserable they are. <laughs> and it makes me want to cry because think about that for a moment. Like, this, this couple should be miserable because they don't have money, right? Think of the judgment that we all give others because we think we know how they should be living, who they should be marrying, what they should be doing, how they should, they should be showing up in the world, what they should be producing. They're so happy. They don't realize how miserable they are. <laughs> like the audience gives a good laugh at this point because there's a recognition here, right? There is like a knowing that this is what we do. We bring judgment to things. The world can bring judgment to things. It doesn't mean we have to buy into it. And I can tell you this. When I was a kid living in various shelters, we lived in quite a few of them. The nature of shelters are temporary. When you live in a shelter, there are other mums, right? There are no men there, no men are allowed, and there are a lot of children, right? And that's where when we all come together because we're not safe in our homes, right? The, the shelter itself is anonymous. There are lots of rules around it to protect the women and kids. And, and in that environment, my sister and I, we had friends, we had shared toys, we had different extended, albeit temporary families in the different environments that we lived in. And I can tell you, a lot of the time, 
I remember being happy. I remember laughing, having different friends, also having a lot of different, almost like communal mothers living with us, looking out for us, sharing their sweets, sharing their games and toys. A lot of them were donated. So I learned just the nature of sharing and the nature of union and the nature too of women supporting each other. Talk about women supporting women, that hashtag, like there's nothing like it in a shelter. Like there, nothing compares to women supporting each other, encouraging each other, being there for each other. Then that type of setting when you really have no choice but to do it. And just the love that emerges, this sense of just community that emerges. When I heard that line as a teenager from the fiddler in the roof, I thought, yeah, maybe I'm, I've been so happy all this time. I've never realized how miserable I am. <laughs> and interesting fun fact here, in different situations, I remember when new kids would arrive at, sh- at the at various shelters I lived in, you know, they were, they were scared. They were crying. It was change, right? As, as humans, we're not really wired for change, especially at a young age. And they'd always say, you know, get Susie. The kid was crying and they'd say, bring Susie. Susie will help. What if you can be so happy (laughs) that you don't realize how miserable you are? What are you waiting for in order to be happy? Because there is no circumstance or situation or event that can make you happy. We make ourselves happy. How we interpret our situation can you be happy today? No matter what. Until next time, my friends. Love and ease. Hey friend, I've got something really cool for you. I want to give you free access to my signature course called Slay Your Year, which typically sells for $997. You can check it out, all the details at slayyouryear.com. All you have to do to get access is leave me a review, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts, take a snapshot of it and send it to info at suzy-more.com. That's info at suzy-more.com and we'll get you set up with access.